Good morning, happy Tuesday, January 19th, and welcome to Every Day's a Holiday, a daily podcast calendar giving you a reason to celebrate every day of the year. Today's holiday is National Popcorn Day. The corn plant was domesticated about 10,000 years ago in the area that is now Mexico. Archaeologists discovered that people have known about popcorn for thousands of years. Fossil evidence from Peru suggests that corn was popped as early as 4,700 BC. The popping of corn is achieved by heating up the kernels of the popcorn variety of corn. There are six major types of corn in the world, pod, sweet, flour, dent, flint, and pop corn. Only kernels from the popcorn variety pop. If I haven't said pop enough, popcorn kernels consist of a shell, a starchy interior, and water. Heating them makes the water turn into steam and pressurizes the interior of the shell until finally it ruptures and allows the starchy center to rapidly expand to anywhere from 20 to 50 times its size and then cool. Popcorn is essentially a snapshot of the start of an explosion. Sorta. The result is the puffy, crunchy snack that we know and love today. During the Great Depression, popcorn was fairly inexpensive at 5 to 10 cents a bag and became quite popular. Thus, while other businesses failed, the popcorn business thrived and became a source of income for many struggling farmers, including the Redenbacher family. Nearly 4.5 billion gallons of popcorn are consumed by Americans every year, meaning an average American citizen eats almost 14 gallons of popcorn a year. Given my own popcorn consumption, yeah, I believe it. The best way to celebrate National Popcorn Day is to throw away any popcorn that you have inside your home and just toss a match into the trash can and let it burn. Okay, no, obviously the best way to celebrate is to pop yourself a bowl of popcorn, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, it doesn't matter, and just enjoy yourself. A little thing that Kristen and I like to do is make a bowl of popcorn and then add peanut butter M&Ms to it. Chocolate sweet mixes oh so beautifully with popcorn salty. Five out of seven would recommend. So happy National Popcorn Day, everyone. Now, let's take a look back through the years to see what happened on this day in history. On this day, 44 years ago, the greater Miami area in Florida experienced snow for the first time in United States history. Yeah, it has snowed in Miami, Florida. <laughs> who knew? Oh, Floridians, that's who. Now, I'm not from Florida, I don't know Florida, and I have only ever been to Florida to see Disney World and the Kennedy Space Center, but I do know that snow isn't exactly what you'd expect out of that great swampy dongle hanging off the southeastern corner of the United States. The snow in Miami 44 years ago was apparently brought on by the so-called cold wave of January 1977. This cold wave occurred following the passage of a strong cold front in combination with a high-pressure area situated over the Mississippi River Valley. As a result, cold air moved far to the south across Florida, causing both snow flurries and record low temperatures. No snow had ever been reported in southeastern Florida before or since. On that morning of January 19, 1977, Shivering South Floridians were greeted with snow-dusted palm trees and covered car windshields unlike anything they'd ever experienced before. And then, by 9.30 a.m., all of the snow had melted in the sun. Some people missed it, and despite news coverage the following day, 
Some people don't even believe it ever happened. Though short-lived, the cold wave did have a pretty drastic effect on Florida's agriculture that year, resulting in an estimated $350 million worth of losses from citrus and vegetable growers. It was a unique yet fleeting moment in Florida history, and with climate change as it is, snow in Miami is very unlikely to ever happen again. Now, it's time to commemorate the births and deaths of famous or infamous individuals in our next segment, Life and Legacy. Today, we're celebrating the 75th birthday of the Smoky Mountain songbird herself, Dolly Parton. Dolly Rebecca Parton was born on January 19, 1946, in a one-room cabin on the banks of the Little Pigeon River in Pittman Center, Tennessee. She is the fourth of 12 children born to A.V. Lee Caroline and Robert Lee Parton Sr. Dang, A.V. Lee, 12 children? You go, mama! Dolly Parton grew up to be a country singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, actress, author, businesswoman, humanitarian, and unequivocally, the best of us all. She is an icon who fought her way up from the bottom for the amazing career she's had. She has a great sense of humor, especially towards her harshest critics as well, and she is generally a peach of a person. I mean, I've never met her, but it's hard to see any Dolly Parton interview and not think that she is an impeccable human being. Fun fact about Dolly Parton that you might not know is that she wrote I Will Always Love You, the song that Whitney Houston later covered and made into one of the most recognizable songs in the world. And after that, Dolly had been asked in an interview what she thought, replying, I thought it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. I never even believed my little song could be done like that. People say, well, she claims it's her record. I said, it is her record. It's my song, but it's most definitely her record. It didn't sound like that when I had it. She made me rich. I apologize for that impression, everyone, but once again, I just had to go for it. Now, on top of all of that, on the same day that Dolly wrote I Will Always Love You, she also wrote her multi-Grammy award-winning song Jolene. She wrote two of the world's most famous songs in one day. Dolly Parton is an indescribably incredible woman. I hope you have an amazing birthday, Dolly. We all love you. Today also marks the fourth anniversary of the death of Gabe the Dog. Gabe is a miniature American Eskimo and Pomeranian mix owned by YouTube user GravyCP. In January 2013, GravyCP uploaded a 34-second long of his dog Gabe barking. The original footage itself never went viral, but Gabe soon became internet famous when dozens of other YouTube users took the original footage and mixed his bark into song remixes, some of which have accrued up to half a million views. By mean standards, however, those viewership numbers weren't all that substantial. But then, in 2017, YouTube user ARF brought Gabe's popularity back to life with their Careless Bork video, a remix of Careless Whisper by George Michael featuring Gabe's barking sounds. The Careless Bork video now has over 10.6 million views. Gabe the dog sadly passed away on January 19th, 2017, his official Facebook page saying, Friends, 
It is with condolences that I must tell you, Gabe passed away yesterday morning. He had been struggling with his heart for quite some time, and it very suddenly became worse. He went peacefully, being loved with his family and a smile on his face. All things considered, Gabe had a good run. He was already pushing his senior years when we picked him up from the shelter, but still blessed us with six years of loving, dancing, and borking. His borks never slowed down until his very last day. Not only was Gabe a wonderful part of our family, his entertainment career was greater than I ever could have dreamed of. Something that started as a joke for my friends quickly became a global sensation, going as far as national TV in Japan. It really meant a lot to our family to see the joy he spread to everyone. We feel we made a positive effect on the world by sharing Gabe's smile with everybody. And with that, I thank you. You, the content creators, the fans leaving comments, sharing his pictures and spreading the message, made Gabe into something very special that won't be forgotten. Gabe may have crossed the rainbow bridge, but his joy remains with all of us. Sleep tight, pupper. And I could not do it any more justice than that. We're sad to know Gabe is gone, but his memory lives on in hundreds, literally hundreds of YouTube videos. So rest in peace, Gabe the dog. Lastly, let's find out what listeners like you are celebrating today in our final segment, Listener Celebrations. Well, today we're celebrating my roommate, landlord, and good friend Caitlin's birthday. Caitlin and I met in the dorms our freshman year of college, and then she and her friend Devin basically peer pressured me into auditioning for choir the first week of school, and the rest is history. She was one of my best friends throughout all of college and has been the absolute best landlord I've ever had the pleasure of sharing a home with. I'm looking forward to our quarantine birthday spa day. Thank you for sharing your celebrations with us, and if any of you other listeners are celebrating anything like a birthday, an anniversary, or any special occasion, please shoot me a message at everydaysaholidaypod on Instagram. Thank you for joining me in today's celebrations. Special thanks to Kristen Bradley for assisting in research for this episode, and to AJ Curtin for composing the music for Every Day's a Holiday. Please rate and review Every Day's a Holiday on Apple or Google Podcasts to let me know what you think of the show, and tune in tomorrow morning to see what there is to celebrate on January 20th. Enjoy today, and catch you tomorrow! <laughs>